This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up? Oh, nothing. Just going for a little stroll out and about. Like an actual stroll, like like a stew stroll, or are you just actually out in the walk, a walkabout? A little bit of both. There you go. Fair enough. What's good, my man? Not much. I'm uh at the beach actually. Okay. Is are you near? You're in Georgia, right? Yeah, no, uh, just me and my wife were like, we need to get away. Oh, dope, man. Hell yeah, that's cool. Got a little vape. Uh, no, I know it's not a vape. Got a little pen on you. A little pen. Not nearly as uh, foggy as uh, an Eric Zoom. Are you taking <laughs> notes? Is that, is that what you're doing with the pen? You're just taking notes? <laughs> I, uh, I've been taking notes all day with the pen. It was great. I had some good notes. <laughs> That's all you can do is take notes with that pen. Spam. I like, sp- I get, I get a craving for spam. Like every like three months I'll see it in the aisle and I'll be like, yeah, I forgot. I like spam. I'll cut it up, fry it up and just I'll eat like really? a pan. Yeah. So two things about spam. One, I hate it. Uh, I've tried it once and I have a friend of mine, Anna, who always sends me jokes about how much I love spam because she knows how much I hate it. But here's how I got this shirt. And Pamela, this isn't about you. So anybody listening, if this gets in, there's somebody, uh, well, I guess is somebody who has a name similar to Pamela. So it's Pamela. I already ruined trying to hide that. Who has a crush on me, who is nowhere near like it's a personal circle, right? But I have a close friend of mine for my birthday and she lives out of town who always makes fun of me because of this crush. And so she sent me this shirt this year my birthday because she calls her spam and not because of any derogatory it's just like her nickname to like make fun of me around so this year out of nowhere i'm checking the mail and i end up with this spam shirt to make fun of the fact that this girl who's always had a crush on me who i have to deal with daily obviously um but it turned out to be like such a comfortable shirt that the joke backfired because i this thing is super comfortable so yeah we can cut all that out in case anybody ever finds out where i work we're fine. He's We're talking about me. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. After today, Spam, they Spam. may be thinking I'm talking about Pam. Yeah. It's either <laughs> it's either me or the cat. <laughs> but yeah. also, I'm like slowly starting to be able to like fit into like the Izzy shirts. Now I'm like, so I'm waiting for like eight more weeks where I can like full out zoom and the camera can be like full waistline up. 
Right now, it's just like chest and arms. Yeah, I had to move up a shirt size. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, last year was not kind. Last year was not kind. I and... I have I have like the quintessential dad bod. Like everything else is skinny. And I have like, I mean, it's it's kind of perfect. If there was a competition, I feel like I would win for best dad bod. So that's good though, because I feel like the dad bod is perfect if you're gonna just like, and I'm not saying not care, but like not go all out. Because like me, it though. yeah, but like for me, it's it's not possible. Like I, Pam, you were you had to our group, our fitness group after I think our before photos, but yeah. like my body is like it's simply like gut. And that's like it. So it is, it, it, it doesn't like, it doesn't distribute well where like, you know, some people can gain weight and they can look like, you know, like Husky guys. Like to me, I think uh, Chris like carries his weight. Well, he's a well-rounded dude. Like me, all of that would be there and it'd be like skinny arms, skinny legs. So I can't do that. And I'm sure we'll get into this later, but like the, the new year, new me thing this morning was hilarious, especially because behind the scenes Izzy took <laughs> took a jab like get on my level at everybody but uh yeah but no the last year dude last year was rough i think for anybody like anybody who didn't gain weight last year is lying to themselves like there's absolutely no way you're not restricted from all things outside and that you didn't gain weight unless you're just like some sort of stud obviously but yeah most people doing that are too busy running like uh 50 fitness programs on instagram not doing lower after her podcast <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey guys, welcome into the post post game. This is at Beep Count on Twitter. Joined tonight by Lou Rafter. That's Lou in Sales at Stugat's Army 790. We've got Fleminem. What's Fleminem underscore raps on Twitter? I've got Pam, that is at Halloween Basic on Twitter. And also joined tonight by Stupak, that is at Stupak Army 790. What's up? What up, though? Stu, what's good, Stu Park? Yeah, you know, bro. Everybody good. Everybody good. We're good, man. It's good, it's good to hear from you. We haven't seen you uh, here in what a past few episodes, man. Good to see you. Yeah, hey, you know what it be? Sometimes I might get a little drunk during the week, and uh, <laughs> 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 I just split the time and be like, damn, bro, it's like ten o'clock. They already did it. So yeah, hey, man, it, it happens. But you know, welcome in, and uh, just joining us is also. Uh, Kij, uh, that is at Kij underscore 13. Yep. Cool. So uh, I know uh, we were talking today and uh, Lou, you had a, you had a lot pick. I did. It, this one's kind of not with the show, but it's one of those things and everybody, everybody should know this, but I kind of want to know where it came from. So it's the whole quintessential when you're driving on a road trip with your family. And as most of us are parents now, it's, you know, don't make me pull this car over. And I'm curious, it's like, when did that start? Like, was there like one person, like, could we find the one person that started that? Or was it just like a collective parent thing that once we started going on road trips in America, that the parent was just fed up by their kids being annoying and saying, don't make me pull this car over. So I'm kind of curious of where you guys think that that originated. If there was a, we can find one person that started or was it just like a, what do you call it? Like a transfer of, you know, mind and everybody was like, just started doing it. Well, I don't have any kids, but I've been in the situation as a child where my parents uh, have yelled at me and my sister that they were going to 
pull over uh, the car if he wouldn't like shut up and stop being annoying. And I think that's just like a, I could be wrong, but I think that's just like an instinct. You want to stop people from being annoying. Uh, so the best solution while you're in a moving car is to stop and kick them the hell out. And usually people will like <laughs> think twice about their actions after that instead of wanting to walk back home wherever the hell you are. That that's think, exactly. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say too. Well, the other thing, like, was this does this predate cars? Because like, were you know, was there some you know a guy in a wagon? His kids are like throwing <laughs> hay at him, and he's like, "Don't make me pull this wagon over." Like, how far I think does it goes it go back? back? I think it goes back right? even further than that. I'm talking about like, I will pull pull this chariot over. So help me, so help me, Jesus. I yeah, know, I know, know he was just here like a week ago. Yeah, if you don't think that before there was media of any sort or news traveling that people would just flat out leave children they hated in the woods and just move on with their life, <laughs> you were sadly mistaken. Because if there were no repercussions, there'd be a three-year-old named Sammy that would be, no. But yeah, I, I agree with Beep here. I think that this absolutely started way back in the day. Well, and and I, I always realized, I always thought before this ever happened to me where the first time I ever got left, like temporarily left, I always thought it meant stop the car and like get a whooping. I never understood it until the first time I was actually like temporarily left somewhere. Wait, what? They, your parents actually stopped, put you out of the car and drove off? Well, player, yeah. parents is parents is plural and that's rude. Um, but <laughs> it wasn't bad. No. Sorry, <laughs> my dad. My dad did do it. He he left the car. He left me right where I was at home. No. It was actually an aunt. We were in San Antonio. Uh, yeah, San Antonio visiting family. And famous story, twice that she left me. Once was just on the side of the highway. Because I, y'all be shocked by this. was a sarcastic child. And then second time was me playing at a bus stop. And I tried to jump off of it. And my coat got caught on the top of the bus stop late pole. And I was hanging from it. And they, they didn't have time to wait for me and left me. So those are the two times I got left. Both in San Antonio wow. by my aunt. How about that? Y'all have never been left? Hold on. None of y'all have been temporarily. Like, they didn't leave me. No. I, okay. Yeah, I, I've definitely been left. Like, just, it's only for five minutes. It's only just enough to scare you and make you think twice. But, yeah, it's definitely happened. That's, that, that started to kind of explain a lot with both of you guys. <laughs> is it immigrant <laughs> parents? <laughs> Hold on. My mom is uh, like third generation oh, American. Oops. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, that's just me. I'm just being racist. I'm just only immigrant. Sorry, my bad. I'm a son of refugees. All right. Yeah. This does kind of bring up a topic, though. Um, no. What are some of the famous, you know, parental quotes? You know, the what are you crying about? I'm going to give you something to cry about. Um, you better wipe that smile off your face. What are some of your kind of go-to parental quotes. Hey, hold up real quick, though. I think I had a little uh, theory on the first one, though. I think yeah. the first person to say it is the person that it actually happened to. When they say, you shut up before I turn this car around, I think he didn't get the warning, and then they were just acting <laughs> up. <laughs> and it just, like, messed up. You feel me? So he was the first person to tell this dramatic story. And he was the, like, hey, yo, y'all be quiet before I turn this car around. You don't know. You know what I mean? So... That's a great theory. Yeah. And it's so like it's so fitting because it happened to him. He's still ready to do it, but he he's so scarred by it, he now feels the need to warn people. (laughs) So parent parent uh phrases. I'm gonna let y'all pass that around. I was raised in a different type of household and I'm not gonna 
put my mom on blast or the type of things we would be told. So I'll let y'all pass the mic there. <laughs> There's nothing that you say now? Oh, now? Yeah, but now, like, I guess, yeah. Now I tell my boy, I'll actually tell him, like, fix your face or change it. Like, I, yeah, like, and let me be clear, anybody listening, I do not believe in spanking. I don't believe in all that. And not say I don't. I don't do it. He's three. But no, I'll talk to him sometimes, like, to make him realize. But the biggest thing I do that he hates is I'll actually flinch at him. And those not looking, you know, like when you flinch, like you're like, like you're fake, and he'll yell, "Don't do that! Don't do that!" <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, yeah, but that's that's it. I, I don't get too creative with it because I, I talk to him like an old dude. So I'll let y'all talk about it as he runs up in here. One thing about that whooping thing, though, bro, and I think this is like a problem. Because all right, say you don't whoop kids, right? So you got this kid, you don't ever whoop him. He do what he want. He be saying, he be acting out, and you don't do nothing to him. So now you send him out into the real world and he think he can act out and say stuff that he wants to people. Now somebody about to punch you in your face, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's better off you just get this whoop in here and learn how to act till you go out here in these streets and somebody tear your ass up because you ain't never been punished before and you don't know what it's like to get these hands put on you because somebody that don't care about you and don't love you will put oh, these hands on you. You feel me? You what up, big fella? <laughs> Hi, Sammy. Say what up, Puck? Puck. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's coming on, bro. That's the go, right? Aww. We'll see. Um, <laughs> sorry, yeah. Puck. To that point, I actually was that reminded me of like I, I, it was taking me a while to think of something that my parents said, and it was actually some contradictory advice from my mom versus my dad. Um, and so my dad always told me that like, if someone's like trying to bully you or trying to give you any problems, uh, like it hits you or whatever, you hit them back. You know, you don't let, you don't take any of that. Yeah. Um, my mom was always like, oh, there's always a better way. Never getting any advice is never the answer. And yeah, they're both kind of right now that I get older and realize it. But, uh, you know, your dad's trying to make you tougher, I think, especially as a boy. Because well, yeah, girls, yeah, y'all can talk it out. They really don't got to fight. As a boy, ain't no talent. You know what I mean? It's just boy stuff. Bro. Boys fight, then be back cool. It ain't like, oh, it's the end of the world once you get into this fight. Like, a lot of dudes end up cooler after they fight than they was before they fought. You feel me? It's like, oh, yeah, that's that dude I was fighting that one time. Yeah, we cool, bro. That, yeah, that's a true story that usually become closer after. But I don't know that as a female, you don't have to learn to fight. I'll let Pam jump in if she agrees or disagrees. But growing up, my sister had to learn how to hold her own also. And she wasn't good at it, but she had to learn how to still be there for it. Well, no, I'm saying it's more logical for girls to be able to talk it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guys yeah or we just hate you and wish you were dead and pretend like you are dead. So that's my go-to is just, I'll just act like you're dead. That's so, the same thing y'all do to men too, though. It's well, like just just to you're dead to me. So, no, my thing with the parenting thing that my girls hear the most is probably check your tone and what's that attitude because whew, teenage girls. So sometimes they forget who they're talking to. You should start fighting them. I should. <laughs> Maybe we should fight. Maybe that Get would the start. boxing gloves. There's been some tension as we've discussed in the chat, there's been some tension in my house the last few days. Um, maybe we need to just fight it out. Oh, no, I was saying fine, like, like tone $2. Yeah, they said fine. They didn't say fight. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, oh. You, I heard fight. Yeah. If, if, yeah. if you want to catch these hands, you know, you yeah. know feel free. 
I'm ready want, to fight. I don't think they want that smoke, P. Lays. No, my, my little not. boy is punching me in the face now. Like, and I taught him that because of the same rule. And he won't do it like hard, but he is starting the habit of like, no, no, which I kind of know should be a no, but either way. But no, we said fine, Pam. I love the fact that you went to just boxing. I fight. went to fight. Yeah. Um, I don't need your money. Just fight me. What's that one Ooh. story that, sorry, I, the, the fighting makes me think. What I forget the one story. The guy comes on, he talks about how he was, he was mouthing off to his dad. He's like, all right. He gets the gloves. His son bows and his dad just straight up uppercut. Yeah, that's like, uh, James, James, James Johnson. James, James Johnson with the Miami Heat. Yeah. I love that story. I can just picture it in my head. And it just, Dude, that family's got to be like insane to grow up in. I can't even <laughs> imagine. They're all black belt, black belts, all of them. Now, Lou and Bruce, we know you don't have a family or identity, but if you did have a kid, did you say anything? Yeah, no, no. Uh, I, I do the, the, I think the one that I just, it just comes off the top of my head is like, it's basically because uh, it's because I say so. Yeah. <laughs> like like why can't i do that oh because i say so why can't i watch another so because i said so mm-hmm. that, that i think that's just my go-to when, when I, it was do as i say not as i do <laughs> stay I, in a child's place i brought you in this world i can take you out that's I, a good i'll give you thing. something to cry about yeah i love the idea that beep because I'm picturing Beep with his voice having something to say. And I just feel like it's like almost like Mufasa telling Simba <laughs> something like beyond the shadows. There are like almost like this. It's only disappointment. It's only legendary knowledge that you can you only go there, Beep. Simba. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you go to? So the one that my mom always said, and you think about it now, it's it's really dumb. But if you're if you're pouting, you know that lip is kind of sticking out a little bit. That bottom lip kind of sticks out. She says, "If it sticks out any further, it's going to get run over by a train." And then <laughs> you start to kind of crack a smile, and then it's like, "Don't smile! You're going to crack your face. You're going to crack your face." And then instantly you're you're done, and you're no longer upset and pissed off, and you're good to go. Sweet ass mom was making beep like laugh while the oh, rest yeah. of ours was in fear in our heart. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, mom was making me laugh while dad was uh, uh, carving the yeah. uh, the board of correction. It was actually a, a long paddle that he had holes drilled in and actually engraved on there board of correction. So, you know, there's that. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Moving there's on. The- but that's right. probably, I, I got one I more. I got, I got no, one more. Good. I was more curious if you're. Oh, I'm sorry. No, sorry. we're stepping all each other. No, the one. It's like, it's like someday you'll understand why I did this. Oh no, right? I. Oh no, I thought that was like some. Oh, that's what, like what your parents would say. Like if okay. after they spank you, it's like this hurts. Or it's either this hurts me more than it hurts me, or like one day you'll understand why why this happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was I was like a mother, obviously raised by a single mom. I was my mom's like by far favorite. So I rarely actually got spanked. I'd get yelled at, but she would almost never spank me or doing that. That was always for my brother and sisters. So I rarely had to deal with that. But I was more curious to beep what you say now as a parent. I mean, I don't really say anything. Um, I just kind of give her a look and she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Y- yes, sir. And that, that's about it. I, I really don't have to say anything. So, man, all yeah. right. 
pretty good Give stuff. Three more, three more she's, years. Be th- yeah. Three more well, years. Yeah, I mean, she's yeah. she is still she's gonna be two. Um, oh yeah. Twelve. So, I mean, there's. He's there's practicing really all of his. Di- he's pressing all of his disciplinary talks to, for us. He's, pretty much. That's why we're having this conversation. Wait till your dad gets home. That's another one I got a lot. Please. <laughs> Don't make me call your dad at work. Never got that one. <laughs> he wouldn't have answered. <laughs> Transition. Hey, all you, right. That shit ain't where I ain't gonna but that is not no joke though. I remember I got that one time, bro. My pops, he like, bro, don't have me come up to the school no more. I'm in like fourth grade, maybe fifth grade or something. He come, I'm sitting right by the door. He walked in the classroom and the door was already open, so he didn't even have to open it. So we just kind of like stormed in and slapped me so hard across my face, bro. I was so embarrassed. And he snatched me out the class. I was so embarrassed, though. I'm like, oh my God, I hate you, bro. But yeah, like that don't make me call your dad. Them gets real, bro. If you have to show up, that shit. Did, he, real. did your dad ever get called back to school again? Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 I ain't gonna fight. Yeah, but I like I got a uh, what they call that where you think you right, you got prosecution complex. I had that a lot because I used to get a lot of whoopings where I feel like I was right in the situation, and when we went back over it. It's like, oh yeah, you was right, but I just don't like how you did that. Wait, I'm sorry, and we'll move on. I just have one quick. Who was right and who didn't like how they like you told your dad that? No, like I'd be right saying oh, okay. something about okay. like homework or just however the situation was. Got it, I'm okay. like, no, bro, it's actually like this, but I still might get a whooping because I was talking back to somebody else or got whoever it, got called my pops. And now I like, thought yeah, I get it. I thought you were telling your dad, like, I, I agree. I just don't like how you did that. I'm like, what? What oh, a no, mature thing to say, but also brave. But anywho, moving on. Yeah, Sorry. I just slam no doors in my yeah. house. That's another one. So what's up? Uh, yeah. Oh. So, all right. So I don't know if you guys had anything else to talk about, but today, the one thing that caught me off guard was Dan, because the show is infamously not manly, not mechanically inclined, right? And I know Roy lies about all the things that he can do. But I think we all agree, Roy, it's, he lies a lot. So the battery chain and Dan. Whoa. What? Who? Talk. Hold on. Roy, Roy lies a lot. But we can get to that on another pod or even after. I'll stick around after the Zoom. But the battery change. Who here has had a bad experience trying to help somebody with his battery change? Tire, and I have two embarrassing stories, but I'm not. Uh, we'll, we'll go around the horn here about trying to do something with a car repairing a car getting it back on the road and my first was same thing as dan the battery my first bmw my battery was in the trunk it wasn't an issue that it was in the trunk i knew where it was back then i, I lived in a town home in uptown dallas so like you drove behind a little gate and down you drove down a gate that was covered into like parking areas and you walk up to your town home started doing my battery real quick on youtube of course because i had no clue what i'm doing with these rear ones unplug my battery close my trunk to run upstairs to grab another screwdriver in the BMW, the valet key doesn't open the car and you can't, or doesn't open the trunk. So I'm sitting with a car behind a hidden gate that has a code that will not open, will not start anything. I had to get this thing flatbed, a battery that cost me like a hundred bucks, flatbed it to a dealership. They had to take the trunk off just to fix this because my dumbass decided, let me close the trunk in which my battery is after I disconnected the battery just to go get a screwdriver 
closed the trunk and could not open the trunk, couldn't do anything to open the trunk because the battery doesn't work, or the, excuse me, the remote doesn't work because the battery is dead. And the valet key only opens the door and there is no trunk release inside. So, and there's no, like the seats don't come down. And so that, uh, that one battery change mistake cost me, I think probably about eight, $900 uh, just to get a trunk removed to change my battery. Jesus Christ. That's so any embarrassing stories like that or just like general things y'all are bad at with cars? Um, I've got a very brief one. I am a loser and thought I knew how to put air in my tires and I didn't. And like, I'm talking about two months ago, Claire had Claire who just turned 18 taught me how to put air in my tires and still laughs about it all the time. Like, remember when I had to take you to Sheets? Yes, it was eight weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I remember. God, let so go. Remember how, how I pay for your life? Yeah, let <laughs> go. Wait, so how were you putting air in your tires before then? Um, or trying to? I was waiting until it was like low enough that you could see when you're driving that the tire was physically low and then I was putting air in that I mean so like I actually I knew how to use the thing but I didn't know that as soon as that light comes on that you can actually take it over to the pressure thing and check the tire pressure and that if it's not right you should do air then I waited until you could see the wheel getting flat so Pam Lace who does all of her yard work does everything manly that really there is to do around a household and the one thing you didn't do was flat excuse me putting air into a flat tire yeah did your your daughter did she youtube this because i think that's what a lot of people are missing nowadays i think her dad probably taught her because i know he made her learn how to change she can change a flat and all that on her own so he probably taught her they're like, hey, as soon as that light comes on, you need to go check your tire pressure. And if it's below 32, you need to put air in. Whereas mom just waits till you can physically see the wheel flattening on the road. And then she puts air in. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah. Do you guys know when your tires are low or do you do sensors? Just sensors. the sensors. Yeah, okay. I didn't, I was like, I have no clue if my tire is low if the sensor is <laughs> not there. So Lou, you seem like somebody in Beep, you do too. Do y'all just not have any bad stories about just trying to do basic things to a car? Y'all y'all just, y'all got it? I've never like I had any bad, bad experiences. Like I think the only time like I've had, like, you know, I blew a tire out in the rain, but I mean, I knew how to change a tire. I mean, it was my first time. That, that was actually my lopic. Another lopic was like, do you remember the first time you had to change a tire? For me, it was like, I was leaving, I was leaving college and it was raining um and my tire just popped and i was like oh kind of just picked up the spare and jacked it up and i you know got it on got it off so like i think that's only really bad uh car story if anything that i've I've had to deal with i've changed batteries before and stuff like that so i can do the generic generic things off of youtube videos to be fair it's not generic when it becomes a bmw in the trunk but that's probably true yeah (laughs) I mean, I've always had, I've had old, I've had a Reliant K and like a 1990 Honda Accord. Like those, those have been like my car. So like, they're all this super easy to like tinker with. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever had any major issues with cars. Uh, Just really keeping up with the normal maintenance. 
know, oil changes, okay. tie rotations, kind of just by the book. <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry. The the guy that, that likes to, you know, fold yeah. his laundry as soon as it comes out of the dryer and put it away is going to follow a, a maintenance book. Don't, don't use the hell out of here. Don't use the average thing you do. Use the fact that the guy that keeps track of every beep that's ever existed on that <laughs> Don't go to that level of OCD. Uh, all right. Well, pot, well, my worst, and I'll make it really good. My worst tire changing because Lou in there, I, I don't remember my first. I've done it so many times. My worst is I took a stroll in Orlando when I lived in Tampa dating a girl that lived in Orlando and we both took a long stroll and then I started leaving and she started leaving where we were and we were both going separate ways. It was a weekday. It's kids raises the eyebrows on me. She calls me like 10 minutes later. She has a flat. Uh, this is quite the stroll. I start trying to change the time. Like, seriously, how does your, um, the jack not fit your lug nuts and it took like 15 minutes before i realized she had hubcaps i'd never had i haven't had hubcaps like in so long and so i was trying to get the car jack over the hubcaps versus just taking them off and anyhow yeah actually my my first uh my first and only time i've actually changed a change of tire i was in high school and i was also uh just recently went off for a stroll um probably a different kind of stroll than what flynn was doing and uh, I was about like a mile away from my house. And um, I started noticing that like my car is kind of shaking while I'm driving on a straight road. Like the roads here are pretty nice. Um, and I eventually realized that the, the uh, like tire light or like the air pressure lights on and I pull over cause it's like, it's getting really aggressive. I pull over and the tire is completely flat and like there was something stuck in it. Uh, and I had never changed a tire before. And again, it was post roll. So I had to call my dad and ask him to wow. come through and, and help me out. And we had a spare tire and everything and it all worked, but I was stressing out. I was already trying to be low key. That was the, not the best, uh, timing for me. I would rather try to change a girl. I'm trying to impress hubcap for 15 minutes <laughs> than have to call a parent <laughs> to change my tire. <laughs> Especially after a stroll. Especially after yeah, a stroll. Yeah. And to be fair, it was the same stroll, okay? I did not randomly <laughs> have sex with a woman at some spot in which we both had to drive home, okay? <laughs> you specified it was a really long stroll. Oh, this is like a middle-aged affair. <laughs> Puck, you got anything? Puck? What? You good? He's not awesome. uh, I was helping him with his homework. What was the question? <laughs> Car, hey, car, uh, you talking about car? No, I'm not really good with the cars. I can change the flat, but I really can't do much else besides that. I, I can get us to the crib, but. I can get us to the crib. <laughs> yeah, I can too. I got Uber on my phone also. I can't do nothing else besides fix this flat. I ain't really got much for it. No, nah, you're good. All right, yeah, no, okay. I guess the other thing, I have two things. I'm going to kind of let the group decide. I have no clue where I'm going with the second one, but I just feel like it's an interesting topic. Um, the new year, new me bit, and not that I want to talk about like fitness goals and get all douchey here, just the concept of lipo, Botox as a guy, if you've ever considered it, Mike Ryan, uh, or we can just talk about hackers if anything has anything to say, and then we, we can make this real quick. I don't really have much on either, but so yeah. with the uh, with the hacking thing, um, I saw somewhere that it would take a ridiculous amount of money to put some sort of code in every single individual stream. 
Um, I, I want to say the one of the last pay-per-views they had was almost 2 million buys. It wasn't even a big pay-per-view, right? So how much money does it, t- does it take to encode one stream, let alone you know 2 million streams? Um, or is it something like when SoundCloud has their you know, code or, or whatever that they, you know, find, um, people that are kind of like me, yeah, that get their songs yeah. pulled for, you know, copyrights. The difference, the difference with SoundCloud is you give them what you're giving them and the audio stays there. So they can process it and find it that way. Streaming, they have to go to your streaming site to look for it. So I agree with you. I don't think there's any way to stop it. I think it's a publicity stunt, but yeah. Dana White's a goof. Yeah. The kids wants to talk Botox. I can see it in this face. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So one of my close friends uh, is actually like a plastic surgeon. And as a plastic surgeon, you just have uh, Botox just lying in your fridge. And you, you know, would always joke, Oh, if you ever need anything, any Botox, like I need some practice, you know, I I can use it on you. Just right in my fridge. Just let me know. This is the most Miami thing I've ever heard. It was yeah. in St. Louis, so maybe not okay. not exactly, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was in Miami. Um, and the only thing I could think of of Botoxing was my testicles. Um, <laughs> and it's actually very common. I want them to look like, like Pitbull's head. That's huh. so is weird. A, is this a Dave Chappelle I, joke of like how smooth his ball is? <laughs> Partially, it was inspired by him. Yeah, <laughs> was it really? Because Dave Chappelle did this joke, and I don't know if you're stealing his bit. Or what you're doing here? No, it's actually very. It's a very popular thing, especially okay. in the gay in community. Miami? Yeah, yeah, and in Miami, I'm sure. And, but he said so, this is in St. Louis. Wait, That's why I'm confused. It's a popular thing that people's balls look like Pitbull's head. Yeah, yeah, just nice and smooth. I mean, like hold on, but to be fair, Stupak, like you don't have to have white balls. It could be black Pitbull. Minor white. Well, yeah, I didn't <laughs> want. I didn't want Pac thinking he like ended up with like beige balls. Just because of uh, Botox. Oh. Hawk, you're on mute, or you're just awkwardly doing a silent thing to me. Okay. Don't do that to me. You made me feel awkward. This, this went to a really weird place. I did not think I we didn't, were going to yeah, go. I thought kids were going to true Botox. I didn't know we were Botox. Yeah. Any other good Botox? What would you get Botox, Flynn? Wait a minute. Wait. Hold on. I have one more question. Yeah, How go ahead. No, you're good. people are Botoxing their balls, bro? How do you know it's a popular thing? Because I have a friend who's a plastic surgeon. He told me so. so oh, okay. All right. That's the answer. Okay. I haven't seen any, if, in case you're curious. <laughs> I mean, I'm just wondering. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's popular. It's hot in these streets, man. I don't know. I never heard <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that'd be really... Un- I feel like that just would be really uncomfortable over time, because eventually they... Like, wouldn't they kind of like shrink up and kind of like squeeze in and put pressure the more you do it? So, like, if it's no like, wrinkles, I don't care. It's still got to shrink it up, right? I don't know. How do they get rid of the wrinkles? Something, something's got to contract. I guess, yeah. Here's my thing the no wrinkles almost makes you seem like, and I don't know, we got a woman here, but I, I just feel like things should naturally fold in place and let us know. <laughs> hey, look at her face though. How she's staring at the screen. I know. I know. I felt so bad. All right. Well, that's the worst thing in the pod. Pam, do you want to do you want to land this for us? Yeah, we might as well ask her how did she feel about yeah. the Botox and the balls. Pam, what, Pam, what would you do Botox and why are we wrong? And let's just call it. Um, I feel like I like my men all natural, so I'll leave that there. 
If I was going to Botox anything, it would be this mess right here from frowning for a thousand years and being unhappy. I have these like deep crevices in between my eyes. I'm actually, I might, might look into it. I have an appointment next week to go see like, what does this entail and how much does it cost? We'll see. All right. Well, I think we can, I think we can end all this with saying that if we're honestly being very public with each other, that you should not get Botox because you're beautiful as you are, Kish. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That was the joke. Like that was why I wanted to end it there. Uh, I just wanted the to... joke sit. <laughs> yeah, I wanted the joke to end with Kish. Clearly, I bet you, Pam, but I wanted the joke to be Kish. Well, that's going to lead us into the weekly beep count brought to you by at beep count. Today's beeps was 221 with a segment length of eight minutes and 21 seconds for a 26.47 BPM, which was up 3.4% week over week. And that was the weekly beep count brought to you by at beep count. All right. Cool. Thanks a lot for joining us tonight, guys. Um, hey, I have one more thing I wanted to touch on, bro, if y'all don't mind. No, dealing with the show. All right, bro. Did y'all hear? Y'all heard the show today, right? Yep. So did you hear Chris Cody try to throw Roy under the bus, bro? And then Mike immediately yeah, threw the two guys under the bus right after that? Yes. Puck, you got to type that into the chat. That would have been a good topic. Yeah. That's fucked up. You don't yeah. do that. Dog, that shit was crazy. He said Roy's not in his head. He said, dog, no, I'm not. And then Stugatz was like, or Mike was like, hey, Stugatz, what's his wife's name? Uh, I was like, oh, they on fire today, bro. That shit was funny as hell. Hey, but Puck, and I know we're done recording, so Beep, if you want to leave us, you can. I don't want to keep it. But I had to say, you, how do you disagree that Roy is a liar? Oh. Roy lies about oh, so Oh, no, I see. Yeah, I just was it's the little stuff. I just was hitting you with the wolf. Oh, wolf. okay. Like, whoa. Oh, and oh, I, I knew Puck was doing a bit. He lies about little <laughs> Yeah. No, I thought you were arguing. I was like, no, nah, dude. He, yeah, I he, he was that little was... shit. No, I just was in the Whoa. Yeah. I want to say it. I want to say it too loud because I wanted to fuck you up before. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, you're good, bro. I, I'm so you. You know, laughter the club. I'm so used to people uh, us yelling over each other. I keep talking and act like I didn't hear anything. But no, I. Uh, I was just like, hold on. I was like, there's no way Pac believes Roy doesn't do everything. Like the, to me, the diaper thing was it. Like. Don't you ever pretend that your diaper trash can don't get full. Like, that's the one thing every adult. But anywho, uh, no, good talk, y'all. I, yeah. uh, good, good, good chat yeah. tonight, guys. Um, hey, that's Luke, can you send for, me the website uh, for, for hats? Tonight. What website? Can, whatever you sent me back whenever we thought I was actually going to sell a lot of buckle hats. I have no reason why, mm-hmm. but people are randomly DMing me for buckle hats. And so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think this new it's it's like it's to the point where I was gonna make them free. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, people, I can only send so many. So can you send me the website? I know you sent it to yeah, me yeah. before. Like yeah, we'll yeah. we'll figure something. Maybe we can figure something out to help you out not having to Oh do if you much. need to. I mean obviously you know I'll send you the money. I don't worry about that. No, no, I was saying I'm saying we could set you up a little quick site so people can just Oh, okay. Do I don't know if it's gonna last too. very long. I feel like this is just the germs. <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of yeah. myself. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight on the post-post game show. This is at Beep Count, joined tonight by Stugat's Army 790 in sales. 
we got Fleminem Raps, we have Pam, Halloween Basic on Twitter, Stupop, and Kish. That's it for us, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us. Stay up. Thanks for listening to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.